This is Amber. And I'm Emily. Welcome to our podcast, The Bella Femme Podcast. The Bella Femme Podcast. Spell it. You don't want to look like you're acting a fool. Like, wait a second. <laughs> Put your shit together. Comparison truly is the thief of joy. How do we do that? We're going to make the path a little less bumpy for you. I'm processing. So I don't know what changed um, in my journey for friendship. Let's put away the shame. Like everything good, you just have to jump in. Okay. Buckle up, ladies. Here we are. We're good. We're good. We're good. Oh, yeah. There's our little lines. I know it. It's like, how many times have we done this? Over 10. Over 10. Because we just... Put out the blooper reel. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we should uh, be experts at this by now. I know. Uh, uh, making bloopers. Oh, yes. That. Yes. Yes. I'm great at making bloopers. <laughs> and we have Lily here. <gasps> Miss Lily is joining us today. And we will be making no bloopers. No. No. <laughs> not for Lily. You can if you want to. <laughs> Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Lily. Um, I work at Amber's store. She's my employee! I'm the little quiet one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're very you're very petite, and I you're am. very you're very quiet. You're very soft spoken. You're very 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 even tempered. Like you, nothing nothing really rattles you. I try to be, yeah. Yeah. In my head, it's all. Yeah. I mean, I think, isn't that a thing for everybody, though? Like, yeah. I mean, not to be like, you're normal. <laughs> you're so exceptionally not normal. I um, think quiet people are just good at keeping it reined in. Yeah. doesn't mean they're quiet inside. They're yeah. just good at projecting <laughs> quiet outside. Quiet outside. That's a superpower. That yes, is. Because I, 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 that's not my strong suit. That's it. Not my okay. strong suit. Wait, 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 for real. What would your superpower be? Um, I mean, I would like the ability to control like air because then I could fly and breathe underwater. Oh, I, I like that. how you're specific. Yeah. You're like, I want two, but I'm going to figure out a way to just make it one. Yeah. That would be cool. That's yeah. good. That's a good hack. Yeah. So Lily, petite, beautiful, feminine, potentially with the ability to control air. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about Well, today? the reason why I wanted Lily to come in today is because um, I was thinking the other day of a saying. The saying of like attracts like or birds of a feather flock together. And then... I was like, yeah, that's so true. It's so true. Birds of a feather flock together. And I was thinking about how it translated to my group of friends and so many of my friends. And I have, I mean, I have many, many, many acquaintances and, and friends, but like your core group of friends, I think I can count them on one hand, maybe a hand and a half. And we all have very similar upbringings and we all have similar energy levels and we're pretty outspoken and boisterous and I just, just very energetic. And I was like, yeah, I think it's true. I think birds of a feather definitely do flock together. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. There's also that saying opposites attract. And darn it if that's not true too. So like, which is more true? The birds of a feather or the opposites attract? Like, I don't know. I think, I think that a lot of people think this is that the way that you grew up 
you think is the way that everybody grows up. You know, that that if you are active in the church, you think most people are active in the church. If you are, you know, active in school, like in social clubs and athletics and things like that, then you think everybody is. Or, you know, like you approach the world as if everybody Yeah, exactly. Is. Like yeah. your norm in growing up, you, I think, project onto other people. Like, well, you grew up the same way I did because... I know you and we're in the same place at the same time. So you must be the same as me. And Lily is like nobody I've ever been close to before in my life. And in three years time has become one of my very best friends. Aww. Aww. How are you, girl? But Lily's pretty much the polar opposite of me. So like... In case this is your first podcast that you're listening to, I'm pretty loud and outspoken and I don't have too much of a filter. <laughs> but Lily, on the other hand, I think I think my best words to describe Lily is modest, reserved, um, shy, but not shy like crippled by inability to speak. She just holds back. You just hold back. Yeah. You you get you take your time getting to know a person, and then you figure out if you want to keep them around or if you want to stay around. Yeah, we also talked about something earlier. What did we talk about? You're quieter in your head. Yeah, but you're louder out loud. I have I have no private thoughts whatsoever. <laughs> Anything in my head is spilling out my mouth. Whereas I'm quiet, like projecting my my calmness outward you are but inside i'm just crazy just, running around you're just a chatterbox in i there. am yeah inside yeah so i like i uh, my brain is a vast empty space and yours is just cluttered cluttered yeah cluttered and i'm full. messy you're messy in i'm there. messy in there. <laughs> you're very put together on the outside yeah <laughs> huh i feel like i'm not that interesting of a person oh hush Ah, oh, that's a jar thing, but that is, that a, is jar. a jar thing. She listens to the podcast. That's right. That's she a jar thing. What do you got? What do you got for the jar? Well, my purse is at work, so. Oh no! You're gonna have to leave those cute sunglasses. Oh darn! Okay. Amber's so sad to take those sunglasses from you. They're actually my mom's. <laughs> I think you're a much better person than. Me. Are you just trying to be like Lily? No, I think there's only one Lily. I don't like that you said you're I think a better Lily, person. I think Lily's a much better person than me. I don't like I that. Think, well, I mean, I don't think I'm a bad person, but I think you're, I think you have a kindness and a softness and a level of empathy that I don't necessarily possess. Hmm. And, you know, how do you, how do you cultivate that within yourself? Like, how did that get cultivated within you? Like, is it from reading classic literature, which in my mind... I just made it clear that I haven't, so I could be wrong. Really? Uh, I don't. I, I no. I read. I read a few. I read a few. Um, but like you know, is it is it from reading Little Women? Is it from reading the Bible? Is it from your group of friends that you have found? Is it from the church? Is it from all of these things? And you've just mashed it up into the little cute package that is Lily. Like, where do you find the inspiration to stay true to you? without succumbing to peer pressure. I think a part of your personality, you're just born with it. And then you pick up other characteristics of yourself from other people you surround yourself with. Um, I mean, I'm not boxing my friend group in 
any one particular category. I have friends who are from different religious backgrounds or different family dynamics. Um, I don't think there's one thing that shapes me. I think it's just life. Just life. Just life. Just life. Life uh, finds a way. So today on the podcast, this is the intersection of living life as a human woman and one's morals and belief systems. Is that? Yes. So I talk on here frequently about um, social media. I am a self-proclaimed social media junkie. And even I, I even find that a lot of the TV shows I watch or movies I watch, I, I, there's always a character in there that I very heavily relate to. And so like two that popped into my head and you call me this frequently. <laughs> I really relate to Phoebe and friends because she's, she's just a wackadoodle. <laughs> and I also really relate to Jess on New Girl because she's a little scattered and a little bouncy. And I think that I am that, that as well. Who do you think you relate to in social media or TV or movies? Who's your muse? Well, I don't really watch a lot of shows that project my personality or my external personality because I would find that really boring to just watch a show <laughs> where someone's just sitting on a chair reading a book. That's something you put in the background. So I don't watch shows that show characters that are like me. I guess there's a few books like Pride and Prejudice. There's one sister who's very quiet and reserved named Jane, but... That's about it. You're a Jane. I'm a Jane. You're a Jane. Plain Jane. No, you're not a plain Jane. (laughs) You're not a plain Jane at all. (laughs) So um, do you find sometimes that you, for lack of better terms, come out of your shell around some of your friends and that you're, you're, you're dancing and wild? Or are you reserved with all of your groups of friends? I think I'm fairly reserved with everyone. For the most part. I mean, I come out of my shell like I've known you for a while now. You've gotten to see bits and pieces of me that sometimes shock you, I make you it. smile. I love it when you, you shock blush. me. It's so fun. Um, <laughs> so I think it takes me a while to open up to people. But I think there's always going to be a part of me that wants to keep that more energetic side of myself inside. How do you, how do you personally handle a situation when you have sat back and watched somebody and you determine, nah, this person's just not for me. Do you just exit? Do you feel the need to explain to somebody why you're not comfortable? Like, yeah. Um, usually if I'm going, say a party, not that I go to those, but um, if whoever invited me, if I'm not uncomfortable around, say the host, um, I might tell them like, hey, I'm going to leave in a few minutes and then I'll tell them later afterwards, I didn't feel comfortable around this person. That's why I left. Hmm. Well, that's good. I, I mean, that's cool. That's cool. Has anyone ever taken that offensively? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, why don't you like this person? Yeah. But I, I've also been told that I'm really good, like, not at judging, but judging someone's character from the beginning rather you're, than finding out later that, oh, you're a good people. They're reader. hiding something. Yeah. You're a good people reader. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I find that when I am around Lily, I try to get my energy more toward your energy 
um, in that your your energy is a little bit slower than mine. Not to say you're like calmer. Yes, yeah, calmer, <laughs> definitely more even keel. Where I am definitely, you know, like peaks and valleys. Yeah, even, yeah. I am peaks and valleys in my head. It's in just your a head. roller coaster. I am peaks and valleys, just like right out there for everyone to mm-hmm. see. Um. So why, <laughs> this is a weird question, why do you think you're like this? No, like, but really, why, why do you, where did you get this? Because, I mean, I know your mother, mm-hmm. and I don't think, your mother's much more like me. Like, she's pretty She is, but she's still pretty quiet. Is she? If she's around a group of people that she's very comfortable with, she's 100% herself. But in a large group setting where she doesn't know everyone, she'll find the person she knows just hang out with them and then eventually open up to other people. But yeah, I guess she's more extroverted than I am. Yeah. She's extra. She's extra. She's extra. <laughs> Tax included. <laughs> Tax. <laughs> when Amber said that she wanted to interview you, Lily, she was talking about the topic not only of being calm, reserved, poised, but also of modesty and fashion. And since I'm... I wanted to be a fashion designer. So like the the way I color the world is through fashion, right? Um, so I had some questions and in true Emily fashion, I wrote it down. <laughs> I wrote it down um, because first I wanted to tell you about something that I saw on, um, I think it was Instagram reels. And um, I came across a creator and she had this series of how to style something modestly. Um, But the particular reel that I came across was the creator announcing that she's not putting out that particular like how to style something modestly content anymore because she herself isn't a person that necessarily dresses reserved or modestly you can always kind of see her in like a cropped corset top and a mini skirt that kind of style that was her like default style but because over the the years I assume um I don't normally follow this person I just saw her come up she started creating content for a a section of her followers that really enjoyed you know hey if I really want this cropped corset top how can I style it in like a really cute way that covers some skin, makes you feel a little bit more comfortable and not like you're kind of going out there and being like, this is what I got going on. Tonight my prince is finally coming and I sure as heck ain't letting him go. Um, and so the, the poignant piece that got my wheels turning in regards to this conversation was like the why she didn't want to create that content anymore was she wanted she realized that she was taking up too much space in the online community for people who truly embody that style of dressing and she didn't want to step on anybody's toes she didn't want to take up too much space and she's like you know I just realized that it was wrong of me to put out content of how to style something modestly when there's others who actually walk the walk and I just wanted to know your thoughts on on that, like how it intersects with a person's character. Can you consume content? Uh, there's a question in there somewhere, mm-hmm. I swear. Yeah, um, like how to be modest in an immodest world, I guess, because right now it's if you have it, flaunt it. Um, I don't have it, so I have nothing to oh. flaunt even if I wanted to. Hush. So that makes it easier to dress modestly when I don't have as much that I need to button up or cover. 
um, like a top on me that is cut lower isn't going to show anything on me, but someone with a larger chest size, like that would be considered in air quotes, immodest or revealing because they have something to reveal. Um, I don't really consider myself modest. I mean, I don't feel comfortable wearing shorts. I'm showing my shoulders which <gasps> in high school, you know, dress code. Um, but I do follow along with a lot of like fashion trends and, you know, I do appreciate seeing modesty shown because, you know, I want an idea of what I can dress like, not that I need to be trendy, but I want to know different ways of styling pieces. But I also have followed along with a lot of Muslim women and what they consider modest is definitely different than what I am currently wearing. Like I'm showing my arms, I'm showing my knees. Um, so based on that comparison, that's why I don't really flaunt the term modest because compared to them, like they're, they know what they're doing. I think they're better at owning the term modest than I am because I'm just covering myself in the areas that I don't want to show off, not that they have to be covered. I feel like modest has a moral implication attached to it when mm -hmm. you put it that way, right? Like you're not trying to draw the conclusions in your dress that you have any like sort of morality directly attached to it is yeah. that right and it's rather like it's kind of like a european like right now we're in the summer i mean in europe they wouldn't be caught dead in short shorts or like going out in i don't know they have just a more like put together style yeah. that involves a little bit more coverage and then you stay cool with the fabric choices and the cuts yeah i guess i'm more like i do like dressing up i do like putting together cool outfits, but I also want people to notice the outfit, not that piece of my body that I'm showing off. I, I love that nugget, right? I feel like we've gotten love that. to a really beautiful, mm. um, I don't know, statement about it. Yeah. Show the clothes, not the body. Yeah. yeah. Or, the, or the woman. Yeah. Show the woman, I mean, not the if, body. If you want to show off any part of your body, I think that's totally fine, but it's just not something yeah. I'm comfortable with. Do you feel at odds with any part of a box that <coughs> perhaps we've put you in just now or that other people have put you in um, throughout your, your life? Do you feel like... Excuse me, Lily needs the floor. I need to, to set the record straight on something. I mean, I do consider myself modest. I don't show off certain parts of me, but like I'm pretty tiny, so there's not much parts to show off. <laughs> um, but I think I get the term modest from other people. Like working in a store, I've been called modest. But at the same time, Amber dresses very modestly, and you're given the term like bohemian or... Yeah. That's true. That's it's true. like layers. It's true. And I mean, literally, we pretty much have identical clothing on. You were both. Okay, let me describe it for our friends out there. They're both wearing jeans and a t-shirt. 
Yep. And glasses. Lily has hers on her her head. Yeah. Um, Lily, I really like your your your, your necklace, cameo your necklace. cameo. Oh, thank you. That yeah. is gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I mean, we both pretty much have. You're wearing the same outfit. We're wearing the same. The outfit. same coverage. The yes. same coverage. Same amount of coverage. Same. Yeah. And so on one side of the table. We've got Amber over here saying, Lily, you're so modest. <laughs> Lily, you're wearing the exact same clothing that I am. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it's definitely like the same amount of coverage on me is perceived with totally different adjectives than it is on you. Yeah. Which is strange. I never noticed that before. But you're absolutely right. Right. 